Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary on this Tuesday. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you so much for downloading and listening, or for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, thank you for watching this. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, as always, uh, greatly appreciate that. Coming up on the show today, not the Monday night football we thought we were going to get from the Jets and the Buffalo Bills. We will get into some fantasy football discussion. Um, we have the shitty fantasy football team that probably would have beat yours. Uh, and we get into some waiver wire discussion as well. Uh, and we'll talk about the Blue Jays disappointing Monday night as well. Um, as always, you can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, uh, along with TikTok. I'm at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. And you can email the show couch potato diary at yahoo.com. So we got a lot to get to. Let's get into the national. Football League. All right, we begin in the NFL where um, the Aaron Rodgers news obviously sucks. And look, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Aaron Rodgers, the human being. From a football standpoint, I thought he kind of fell off last year and was kind of predicting a bit more of a downfall. But nonetheless, it, it's still more fun when he's playing. Um, and so the, the news today of the, the torn Achilles is just an absolute downer. Um, like, again, not a big fan of the guy, but... The league's just more fun when he's playing. And so for him to not be playing is, it's just, it sucks. And you wanted to see what this this whole thing would look like well, with him going to a new team and what he could do for, for this New York Jets team. And th there's a, a lot of discussion about who could be brought in. At this point, like, are you bringing in Colin Kaepernick to save your season? I mean, it would be a story. Um, Tom Brady is not coming out of retirement literally days after they retire his jersey um, into a system that is not designed for him at all. Um, it's just, it's, I will be surprised. And feel free to clip this, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not happening. So right now it is Zach Wilson and everyone else for the, the New York Jets. But you, you could like, I, I had some worries about, uh, you had a quarterback who was a little bit banged up last year and you're putting all of your eggs into the basket of a 36 year old. Now, I don't think that is this. Like, that. this is just, it. it's the same thing happened to J.K. Dobbins, who is a decade younger than, than Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's just, it's football, these things happen. It's one of the reasons why I thought it was so hilarious that people were saying, oh, well, two is one hit away. Yeah, well, so is everyone. This was a regular play, and Aaron Rodgers' foot exploded. So, it's, it's a, it, it just sucks. It really does suck. But, it's not going to, um... It, it, it's not going to, to really, I think, shift a whole lot of my opinion on the Jets um, or on Aaron Rodgers because of, um, I, I kind of thought this would might, like, I thought Aaron Rodgers was a bit overrated going into this anyway, is what I'm trying to get at. But this was, this was a rough go, I think, for, for the Packers, or sorry, huh? Freudian slip, um, for the, the Jets. It is a, a rough go for the Packers, too, because uh, they need Rodgers to play 70% of his downs, uh, or 70% of his games, to get that first-round pick um, to, to Green Bay, so that is a, a bit of a downer. But one of the, the things about this is that this Jets team showed why you go out and make that investment to go and get this quarterback. The rest of the team looked phenomenal. That defense was unstoppable the entire game. The front seven was giving Josh Allen fits the entire game, and when he had a second to throw, he was probably going to be throwing it to the wrong team, because the secondary felt like they had 18 guys out there. That was a dominant performance from a defense, and it shows why this Jets team felt the, the, the urgency to go out and make this win-now type of a splash to go and get Aaron Rodgers, because that defense 
is the type of defense people talk about when they say defense wins championships. And on the offensive side, Brees Hall, I don't know if he was back to 100% of his powers, but it wasn't much lower than 90. Uh, Dalvin Cook was really good. And um, Garrett Wilson, while not the biggest factor in this football game, still, when the game was on the line, showed why he is as special and as hyped up as as he is. The, the rest of this Jets team, aside from the quarterback, stepped up in a big way. And look, I mean... Zach Wilson was what he was. He, he didn't cost them the game. Um, obviously, they won, put them in a good position. But you just, you see the offense, you see the defense, and you see what this team could be with a ver with just a good quarterback. And all of a sudden, um, you start to see why all the pieces were coming into place for the New York Jets this season. So it just, it would have been interesting to see what it would be. But now, we heard all of this talk about how Aaron Rodgers was really driving home some things with Zach Wilson and how Zach Wilson was going to be a, a changed individual and a, a different and a better quarterback. I don't know if they would have thought that this would have happened this quickly, but now is a, a time to, to kind of show that there was a maturity from year one to year two for for Zach Wilson. Um, in terms of Aaron Rodgers' career, I don't think this is it. Um, he does not strike me as the type who would go out on, on this type of an injury. So I, I would expect he would be back um, next season. On the Bills side, this is a bad L, man. Like, um, I, this will be the 950,000th podcast. Uh, I don't know if I said that right. To talk about Josh Allen's uh, interceptions, but holy crap, were those bad. Like, just some really bad throws, some really bad decisions. And there was a couple more that could have been picked. Um, very few of them I, I thought were great plays by the defense. Uh, I like there's pressure on him and all that stuff, but it was a lot of just him. And they were trying to go with a bit more of a patient approach because that pressure is going to be coming. You're not going to be able to hold on to the ball and make the, the big plays. And he just didn't have the patience to accomplish that. And that has to be so frustrating. You have Aaron Rodgers play four snaps in a game. Zach Wilson plays 99% of it and you still lose. That's a problem for the Buffalo Bills in a division that it looks like you have a real strong contender. If not right at your heels, um, or if not already passing you, then then at your heels. Like this is, this is a tough one for the Bills, and they are going to have to get back on track in a big time way. Um, basically next week, like they they have to get back on track because this was this was a real bad loss for them, and one that I don't think that they can necessarily just brush off like that this is this has to be a learning experience for them off of week one so that is uh your Monday Night Football reaction let's get into some fantasy football discussion let's start with the waiver wire ads for the week a few people who I am targeting owned in 35% or less Yahoo leagues um at quarterback we're going to be looking at Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield Jordan Love available in 32% of Yahoo leagues playing uh an Atlanta defense that I don't think was overly tested this week um in the matchup with the Carolina Panthers and and Bryce Young I think that this is going to be a Packers team that is going to be able to sustain a pretty good passing attack. And because of this, I, I do like the, the thought of, of Jordan Love. If you are, say, an Aaron Rodgers owner, or if you just went into this season as a, a streaming team, I think Jordan Love is a really good candidate for it. You have Baker Mayfield going up against the Chicago Bears. Well, Jordan Love just threw all over them. So you would assume um, with... Evans and Godwin, who I think would be receivers one and two on the Green Bay Packers, that Baker Mayfield is also going to be able to put up numbers. Owned in just 10% of Yahoo leagues, I think this is a really, really good one to, to look at if you are uh, in the, the streaming quarterback 
business. In the wide receiver position, well, if we think Jordan Love's going to have a good day, let's just stack it up with Romeo Dubs. I was saying before that this was the forgotten receiver in Green Bay. He is the one who I think can really take a leap this year and really start to make some noise at the wide receiver position for Green Bay. So far, so good. Um, do we anticipate that type of a, an output every, uh, output every week? Probably not. But I, I think he has a, another pretty good game here against Atlanta. And of course, Puka Nakua uh, for the LA Rams. He's owned in 8% of leagues. It's basically just what? Is it sustainable? I don't know. But why not? Like, give it a go. Um, this one is, I think, maybe... More of a uh, want than a need. If you need someone at wide receiver, I would definitely go more the, the Romeo Dobbs way. But if you're just like, yeah, let's give it a shot. I, I think that this is one, like, nice little speculative ad. Um, anyway, at running back, the bad news about J.K. Dobbins' leg um, means that there's going to be carries available in Baltimore. Gus Edwards, I think, gets uh, quite a few of them. And he is, of all the NFL running backs, he's certainly one of them. Um, but he's going to get, I think, a few looks in Baltimore. The um, They have, I believe it's Carolina this week. Um, so that is a, a game that I, I think that they'll be able to, to have some success on in the ground. So watch out for that. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, I don't think that he's very good, but they're going to be using him. Um, he, he was out there a fair amount. He seemed like if, if there was a number one back in Kansas City, it seemed like it was him. So that's another one where I don't think he's great, but if you were in dire need, if you just lost a running back, I, I think that there's at least going to be volume there for the next little bit. And Chuba Hubbard got a bit more of the backfield in... Um, a bit more of the backfield in Carolina this week. They have New Orleans, so Baltimore doesn't uh, have Carolina. So I wrote that down wrong. But uh, Chuba Hubbard going up uh, against New Orleans, he actually had a, a decent amount of that. And that's even with Miles Sanders having quite a bit of the backfield as well. This is not a team that has a ton of options that they can choose from. So I wonder if we start to see both of those guys out on the field at different points this season. So Chuba Hubbard is, I think, uh, someone who would be a real interesting ad. Again, what we love, the, love a good Canadian kid, I don't know if he is all that outstanding when compared to other NFL running backs, but I think the volume is eventually going to be there. Uh, for tight ends, Hunter Henry against Miami for the, the New England Patriots. I, I think that's someone who you may want to take a look at. I, I, I think that that's uh, an interesting ad at 17% owned. And for defenses, boy, they didn't look good on Sunday night, but uh, the New York Giants are going to be facing Arizona, and that is just an automatic stream, whoever is facing Arizona. So those are a couple of fantasy football waiver wire options that I would be looking at heading into week two. Fantasy football can be a... a, a just a, a frustrating mistress at times. Uh, you put in, especially going into week one, you put in a, just a full off season of preparation. You, you buy a couple of draft kits. You listen to podcasts. You do, say, 12 mod uh, mock drafts on your podcast. Just throwing out a number. You do all of that work. And then sometimes shitty fantasy football teams can just win. So each week, I'm going to show you how fucking maddening this all can be. So this week, here is a full fantasy team comprised of players owned in under 10% of leagues that might have outscored your fantasy team this week using standard scoring. Mac Jones, uh, owned in 9% of leagues, he would be our shitty team quarterback as he comes in with 25.14 points. Um, we're stacking it, because of course we are, with Kendrick Bourne, owned in just 3% of leagues, as he comes in with 18.4 points. Our wide receiver, two is Tutu Atwell, coming in at 4% owned, with 11.9 fantasy points. 
Our running backs, Kieran Williams at 7% owned with the LA Rams, and LA Chargers running back Joshua Kelly also at 7% owned, they get 17.4 and 15.1% uh, sorry points, um, respectively. Our tight end is owned in exactly 0% of Yahoo Leagues, Donald Parham. He gets 8.1 fantasy points this week. Our flex option is Justice Hill, 4% rostered, 12.9 fantasy points, and our defense... Arizona, owned in 1% of fantasy leagues, 19 fantasy points this week. So, a team whose most rostered player in Yahoo was Mac Jones puts together a score of 127.94 points. That is why fantasy football is so incredibly frustrating all the time. All right, let's get into the world of baseball as the Toronto Blue Jays lose 10-4 last night to the Texas Rangers. And the conversation, rightfully so, has been around Blue Jays manager John Schneider. And I think we are at the point now where John Schneider is costing this team more games than he is winning them. Um, and being a, a baseball manager can be uh, difficult. And I'm sure there are things that, that I am forgetting that he won, helped the team win. But last night, to not take Chris Bassett out of that game. And look, I understand. The two hits that, that went against him were soft contact hits, for sure. But it's still a couple of hits, and it's still runners on base. And you saw with the whole situation with the, the three disengagements, which led to a buck, he wasn't exactly handling runners on base super well. And so when you have a bullpen, as vaunted as the Blue Jays' bullpen has been, you go to that bullpen um, at at this point. Like, there, there are guys who you stick with. Chris Bassett, all due respect is not that guy in the Blue Jays' bullpen, or in the Blue Jays' rotation. If that was Gosman out there last night, and it's a couple of those hits, then I don't think you pull him. But you but you pulled Kikuchi for less against Kansas City. But now against a better offense, with a guy who hasn't been as good this year, Chris Bassett, that that's when we're going to leave him in to grind through, late in the ballgame. Fine. Um, that made zero sense to me. And then, uh, Yanisis Cabrera staying into the ballgame to pitch to righty after righty after righty after righty after righty, and oh, would you look at that, it's a grand slam. Made no sense. Same thing happened against Baltimore earlier this year. He can get some righties out, yes, on bad baseball teams. That That is not someone who you should be relying on to try to keep the game within reach. I, I thought it was horrible mismanagement from the Blue Jays bench boss the entire game. Um, and I, I think it genuinely cost them a win. And so that is, it's a really, really frustrating one. In your biggest season, um, your biggest series of the season so far... And it feels like your coach choked in a big-time way, leaving Chris Bassett out to dry like that. So a, a really, really frustrating, really disappointing loss for the Toronto Blue Jays. But we'll see if they can get back at it. Uh, as I'm recording, that game starts in about an hour. Hyunjin Ryu going up against Max Scherzer. Scherzer um, hasn't really come up big in big spots uh, for the Mets the, the last year and a half. And um, I, I don't recall many for the Rangers, but um, we'll see if the Blue Jays can get to him today. All right, that is going to do it. It's a quick show uh, today. The, these Tuesday ones that we're going to do throughout the year generally are going to be pretty quick ones. Um, so that is uh, it. Coming up on the show tomorrow, uh, we are going to have your CFL Power Rankings for the week. We are also going to be reacting to the Toronto Blue Jays um, and whatever they do 
on uh, in their game tonight. So that is it. Thank you all so much. If you are watching this, um, subscribe to the channel, like the videos. Got a lot more stuff coming up. Really appreciate it. If you are listening on podcast, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. Always appreciate that. Find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. CFL Power Rankings and Blue Jays, hopefully positive reaction coming up on the show tomorrow. Talk to y'all later. I'm out. We'll